0: And I'm Rye Myers, your Broadway and entertainment BFF, and thank you so much for listening to Live with Rye, the podcast. After launching Live with Rye in the fall of 2020 as a digital live stream talk show on YouTube and in the height of the pandemic, and after literally almost everyone calling my digital talk show your podcast, I figured it was finally time to put these episodes in podcast form. So here you go. These episodes, which you will listen to, are from over the last two years, starting from fall 2020 through the beginning of 2022, so some of these episodes may focus on topics and events that have already occurred. Consider it your official Throwback Thursday podcast, if you will. But my dear friend, that's not all, stay tuned for exclusive new weekly interviews with some of the best and brightest names in the Broadway, pop culture, and entertainment business, because I am your Broadway and entertainment BFF after all, and I have interviewed some of the biggest names in show business from Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony award winners, so you definitely will want to stay tuned to see who I have next. I hope you get value out of this podcast. And so as they all say before every podcast episode, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to leave a rating and review. But I ask that you please leave a kind review and rating. And listen, if you didn't like an episode, the world does not need more of your negativity. So just don't leave a review then. Anyway, enjoy the podcast and let me know who you'd like to hear. XOXO, Ryan Myers, talk show host, producer, and your Broadway and entertainment BFF. Enjoy the episode. And with that... Let's welcome our very special guest, Dara Adler. Hi, Dara.
1: Hi, Rai. How so are you? I'm excited to be here. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You are so welcome. Thank you for joining me for part two of our birthday celebration to Andrew Lloyd Webber. Woo-hoo! Fabulous Lord Lloyd Webber himself. Once again, I have my unmasked book here from him from uh, <laughs> three years ago from his memoir. So happy birthday again, Andrew Lloyd Webber. So yes. Dara, how are you? How have you been holding up during this pandemic and keeping busy, but also sane as well.
1: Yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I have been doing like everybody else, we're pivoting, we're doing everything we can to keep ourselves on our toes. And uh, so I've been teaching dance and fitness and still acting as much as I can, auditioning, and just keeping all the tools in shape as much as possible. And mostly just trying to keep good spirits at this time, right? Because it's been a roller coaster, I think, for everybody.
0: Yeah, it really has been. And good spirits is is uh, very important. On that dancing note, how has it, I mean, it's been difficult for all of us, but have you found teaching virtually for dance to be a little bit more challenging? Or has there been some rewards with it that maybe you didn't get in person? Or
1: Yeah, you know, actually... It's interesting. I thought it was going to be much harder than it's been. At first, I was like, oh my God. And then when we had we went on to Zoom and did our virtual teaching, you're really able to see much more than you thought. So that was a real welcome relief. I'm very happy about that. And it's definitely been challenging. We don't have the space to really move and you know express our bodies across the floor, but it is a nice time to hone in on what we can do, right? So just the smaller things or the things that we might need to refine, this is the time for it. You know, we're all home, we have our floors, we have our spaces that we've, our apartments have or homes have turned into studios and it's, you know, dancers dance, right? We take the time, We, we do it no matter what, if it's whether it's a bar, whether it's stretching, we just keep it going. So yeah, it has been challenging. We don't have that same space, but, we have our bodies always wherever we're at so yeah
0: yeah and and that's yeah. important i love i love that so what has it been like to be a part of the phantom of the opera on
1: mm-hmm.
0: you've been with the company i believe since 2005 what has that been like yes. oh my gosh
1: Wow. It's been a, it's been a lot. I've worn many hats for them. So when I first started, I started as a vacation swing. And then about a year later, I got a, oh, that was for Broadway. And a year later, I went on the road with what was the music box company at the time, which was the last national tour before this most recent one, this like newly revamped one that just closed, but has yeah. been out. So, um, So I got my own spot on tour and then then started uh, assistant dance captaining and then dance captaining when the dance captain took a leave and uh, sharing the role with others as well. So, and swinging. So really whatever they've needed me to do, I've been able to step into that um, and try to stay flexible. And I really believe it's actually extended the longevity of my career because it wasn't you know, it was it was moving from one thing to the next thing and your brain is always, you know, working and learning and staying sharp. So uh, that's what I did on the road. And then I, when I came back to New York, I did the same thing, whatever they needed. I, I wasn't, I did not have a permanent spot. I would come in and my permanent spot was coming in as often as I could right. <laughs> to to cover for others, kind of as a vacation swing, dance captain swing, whatever they needed. Um, or medical leave. So that's what I've been doing uh, throughout all these years. And um, yeah,
0: that's, that's special. Yeah. So is it sort of that you come in when you're needed or did every night you show up at the theater and um, wait and to see what happens if you need to go on or.
1: No. So that would be more of a standby kind of thing. And even standbys pretty much stay at home. Um, I, I, in New York now, I come in when I'm needed. So if they call and someone's going on vacation, or if someone has a medical leave, or whatever, whatever in that yeah. capacity, is is what I've been doing back in New York. On the road, I was I was that was my spot, and I would mm-hmm. you know, and then I kind of s- switched around in my spot while I was in there. But yeah,
0: that's wonderful. Uh, and as dance, yeah. as um as associate dance captain, what is your your role um, in that? What does a associate dance captain do um, in a Broadway production?
1: Okay, so um, I was associate on the tour and it's kind of assistant or dance captain back here in mm-hmm. Broadway. And the reason why we did that is because we kind of split that responsibility a little bit more on tour. So I I can speak to associate was more like we were co-dance dance captaining. Assistant, We I was, the assistant to the dance captain, and if I dance captain, I was teach. De- either way, any of these uh, helped to teach, learn the show, and teach the show mm-hmm. to new uh, cast members coming in. So um, uh, we basically learn the entire show, teach new cast members their roles, their spacing, their uh, their obviously their dance. You know, if they're the movement within the show, and also the motivation behind the movement. So we're not just, you know, doing uh, uh, uh. we're we're really right. the reason for doing it. So Wow. Yeah. And, so, keep, and and keeping the integrity of it. So we always yeah. want to keep the integrity of the choreographer Jillian Lynn's uh vision and work. I,
0: I love that. So even so before obviously Broadway down, when a new cast member would come in, you were you were in charge of or responsible of helping to get them sort of acclimated with New dancing yes. and learning, and that's exciting.
1: Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's like between the dance captain or assistant and the stage and stage management together. We all bring them in, get them acclimated, show them their choreography behind the scenes as well. So what they're doing backstage, how to, you know, what their what their backstage traffic is, right? they're on stage, all of that. And it's nice because we're kind of easing them into it yeah. helping them get comfortable. And if they're brand new to Broadway, there's that, you know, that bright green excitement and, yes. you know, and, or terror, depending on what it is. Cause we teach very fast, you know, it's oh, really well, sure. get, you know, we get, we try to get it done so they can get on stage. Cause usually if someone's just come into the show, they mm-hmm. need to be in the show like now. Right. <laughs> so it's always right. the sooner the better. It, it,
0: exactly. Exactly. And how do you, you know, when, Shows are going on and you're, you know, you know, we have theater open. How do you stay sort of dedicated and focused um, in your role? Because you, you say you're, you're not always there all the time. So how do you maintain as a performer to like stay um, up to date with dance moves and what's going on? Um, is that sort of a constant everyday sort of thing you have to train yourself to do? Or are you able to switch on and off?
1: Yes and no. I, I can switch on and off. I mean, I, we do have to keep, I would always take class, you know, go take dance mm-hmm. class, do my own class, work with my own body, as well as going to Steps or Broadway Dance or all of our nice. wonderful studios in New York City, which I miss, um, but that are coming back. Oh, um, so uh, so yeah, so, so always keeping the body in shape in that way, but then also other forms of exercise and cross training. I love to swim. I teach Pilates. Um, Wonderful. And, and, and fitness. So uh, everything that's cross-training along with dance, and then as far as the choreography within the show, if there are little tweaks or things that happen or changes that happen when I'm not there, before I come back in, I'll meet with a dan- whoever's dance captain, which we have Polly there doing dance captain. So whoever's dance captain at the time, and they'll teach me what's what might be new mm-hmm. or, or I'll come in before if I might be filling in as a dance captain or something and just to get that or even a phone call. So right. it's really just whatever our communication is um, that seems to work. I think because you know once you're with the show for a long time and you know the general blueprint Right. Unless there's like a big change. We're not really called in unless there's like there's going to be a big change in the choreography. You might want to come in and learn this. Yeah. yeah, If it's just little tweaky things, there's could be just a list that we go over and make sure everything is in sync.
0: Well, that's wonderful. And it's so nice that you sort of have that, 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 that you've been there for someone that they know you, you know how everything works. Like that has to be special as a performer to have a show. Um. You know, that is like that because a lot of times, I mean, performers are in shows for a while, but either they're in or they're out. So it's nice, I'm sure, for you to be able to um, have a connection with a show that is the longest running show on Broadway. And I'm sure they probably feel the same.
1: Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, it's it's nice to feel like... Um you're reliable, you know, <laughs> to feel like, that they they, they feel that like they can call you for that. And it's also nice to to feel like your foot's still in the door, you're in your world, yes. um, you get to perform with people that are uber talented and, uh, and share the stage with them as well as give, right? Yes. I mean, there are people, new people every night. So we're giving something to them, sometimes not new people, sometimes what we call Phan yeah. the fans, right? Yes, As you yes, know. So, um, so you know the regulars that come and have seen the show. They know everything. They know. I've had people say the curtain looks different this time around. I mean, they know every little slight, wow, change or nuance of the show because they're so dedicated to it. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what
0: comes with a show that's been running almost. 30-some 30, 30 years now on Broadway, the longest-running show. Uh, what, I mean, I'm sure you have many, but what is a special memory that you have of being um, in the show that you can share? I mean, those the fans, I'm sure, that's something in itself that's special. But do you have, um, you know, w- when you get to perform in it, do you have memories that you, specifically, that you remember that uh, while being in it?
1: I mean, I, I think I really can still remember, like, my first, my very first experience. Time going into the show when I when I auditioned, there were three dancers out, so similar to what I was saying. They needed someone like now. So I was originally called to come in to just uh, learn the show. Can you just learn the show and be our vacation swing, you know? Um, but there was they needed bodies on stage. So as we were as they were teaching it to me, it started being like, okay, well you know this section. Let's just put her on for. Act One and act two or or whatever uh, Hannibal and Daga, you know whatever. I knew they sort of getting me into the show. And I think there was that feeling of spontaneity and excitement of just like, okay, let's do it, you know, and just getting in and getting on. The theater for me is really, it feels like home. So when I walked into that show, you know, it felt, very comfortable i felt like i knew the dancers from outside you know just from seeing them in classes mm-hmm. i've been performing since i was 8 so a theater itself with a proscenium stage feels like a natural place for me to be Right so I think I, I remember that feeling I remember getting the phone call and jumping up and down. I remember you know, going in and <laughs> seeing the stage and uh, getting to know everyone. I think those those are the feelings that are, are really just warm and wonderful mm-hmm. and then um and then just the the joy of seeing people that I helped learn the show right get in get into their roles and perform and and their excitement about being in it and, uh, and, and doing it and really being there, you know, on Broadway, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that, that is, that so, is
0: so special. And yeah, what do you think makes Phantom so special that, you know, um, people still co- are coming 30 plus years later to see it?
1: It's amazing, isn't it? I'm just wow. always so amazed by that. Um, I think it has several elements to it. You know, Ultimately, it's a beauty and the beast oh. story in, in a way, right? There's, there's a love triangle. You have your, you know, so the older man, younger woman, or the father figure. You have a disfigurement or something that feels that you're just not loved. Right. And you need to cover that up. I mean, that speaks to, I think, everybody at some point in their life, right? The, the That feeling of wearing a mask and wanting to take that mask off. Or we have a lot of people who might have uh, impairments, a hearing impairment, a sight, Mm -hmm. or or just something that's going on in in their own physical being, and they really relate to him. Um, The music, I mean, come on, everyone, uh, the music I think really uh, affects people a lot. We have people who would come and just sit in the front row and close their eyes and just listen to the music and let their body absorb it. Um, yeah. I think I told you when we spoke, uh, at Broadway, plus one of the last things, the la- since one of the very, my most recent visit there, I was swinging and I wasn't on one night and I asked, uh, Kristen Blodgett if I could sit in the pit, which norm- normally they'll do for, uh, new actors that come in who are principal roles, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they'll go and they'll sit in the pit and they'll listen to the music. And I had never done that before. And I just burst into tears the minute the big you know yes. boom started happening and i felt like i was in almost like in an aquarium the violins you know were going and the the horns were going and the everything was just their own school of fish yeah. swimming around and so for me the music was just it was a whole different experience than hearing it from being on stage Um, So I think a lot of people relate to the music, but sorry, I'm I'm going off.
0: No, no, it's okay. I think
1: it's the, it's the love story, you know, the threesome there, (laughs) it's the, it's the father-daughter figure, it's the physical aspect of it. it. I think it just has so many layers that so many different types of people can relate.
0: Yeah. I, I totally agree. And especially mm-hmm. on the music aspect of it. I mean, I, you even you just sitting there saying that gives me the goosebumps thinking oh. that yes, I, uh, I, um, I, you know, it, it, for those who don't know, I mean, Phantom is one of the few shows left that on Broadway that has a full orchestra, you know, that, and you can definitely hear that and you definitely know that when you hear the music. And mm-hmm. I mean, to be in the audience and listen to it is one thing. I can only imagine, as you said, sitting in that pit and just observing um, Mm -hmm. right before actually the shutdown, I'd say, I guess two or three weeks before I actually went and saw Phantom Mm -hmm. in full here on Broadway. I had seen the show on tour, the recent national tour twice. And Mm -hmm. then when I moved to the city, I was doing a variety of odd jobs while interning. And one of them was actually selling water, wine, and candy with the company that, uh, does the vendors out of Schubert organizations. And I was placed at Phantom a lot, which was great. And, you know, I would get to see it here and there. And for the first time, in, I actually, I bought a ticket and sat down and watched it all the way through. And of course I knew the story and I'd seen it, but there was something so special mm-hmm. about watching it full through. And I said earlier today, when I spoke with uh, Megan Paterno, I said, you know, for a while it was like, oh, you know, it's phantom. I'll go see it. I'll go see it. I'll go see it. And I'm glad I got the ticket when I did. And nowadays, especially today, and I think going forward, once life theater resumes, like, and we can all relate to it, I'll never take that for granted again to, you know, mm-hmm. to say like, you know, oh, it's 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 it'll be there next week. Like I'll I'll just, you know, I, I'm gonna go see another show tonight. And uh oh. I'm glad that I got to see it when I did, just to be able to, you know observe the magic that is Phantom and see it and hear it. And I I was like, I got a seat in the orchestra. I was able to to rush it. And it was just, I mean, it was beautiful. And it's Mm -hmm. magic to see, magical to see the expressions of people, uh, a lot who were foreign, who had, you could tell had never seen the show before. And uh, just to see their expression and people who were uh, from other parts of the, the country, it was magical, it really, it.
1: I love that. I love that. And uh, I I remember I used to do that too. I would sometimes go out into the audience and, you know, to watch, obviously, what was happening on stage, but I would sometimes stop and just look at the audience members, you know, or, or I'd go back into the lighting booth and just like, look around and just see what people's faces were doing and how they lit up, you know, when the chandelier was falling down or got scared when yes. something happened, you know, it's just, it, it is, it's thrilling. It's almost like a roller coaster ride. You know, you're just like, woo. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all these yeah. wonderful things. So that's yeah. so true, Ryan. I love that. Yeah. That's so beautiful.
0: It is. It really is.
1: Well, with today
0: being Andrew Lloyd Webber's birthday, what is a special memory um, that <laughs> you have um, with him or of him in your, in your time of being a part of the show
1: yes, well I, there were two i met I believe I met him twice because I know I spoke to him once but really briefly the other time, <laughs> and one they were either anniversaries or closings and the other time I, I think this was the closing of the show. I was tra- thinking today i'm like, when did this happen? It was either the fifteenth anniversary or the closing, mm-hmm. and I think it might be in the closing because I think it was in l a when this happened that um uh we were closing and, and Andrew ended up showing up with Sarah Brightman and we were like ecstatic because we didn't know. We we had no idea and I don't know that he did either because I said, thank you so much. I can't tell you how much this means to this company that you're here. And I, I just happened to be in the area. Sarah and I were here staying at a hotel. We just happened to both be here. And we thought we'd go get a drink and come on over. So I was like, should we go? So we went. And so it just made me laugh. And there was something so joyous and playful about it. And um, we were. We were so grateful that they showed up, you know, in their jeans or she was, you know, in, in her outfit. And right. um just to say hi and wish us well, and wow, you know, and and you know, at the beginning of this pandemic, I don't know if you saw all those videos that he was doing. He was was so uh, dedicated to really seeing theater come back. Yes, and um. And even doing TikToks with you know people would were sing you know he would play and people would sing and the duets, um, yeah. he's just so dedicated to theater and it's just so beautiful to see that um, I'm grateful to him you know for this long running show that's kept us all involved and and employed and learning you know, um, mm-hmm. you know not just as performers but uh, as people you know so and yeah yeah no I mean
0: that that is. That is so special, and uh, I just uh, what what a special um, what, what a special experience, and to have yeah. Sarah Brightman there and everything. Yes, I, I it mean, was
1: wonderful. It was wonderful, and, and and you know, obviously, they've been around for anniversaries on Broadway, but on the road, yeah. it was just very special for that particular group because you know that they, they don't they rarely would come out, you know, and so when they were there, when s- someone from that mm-hmm. echelon of the show would come out. It was a very uh, special thing. Mm-hmm. So I certainly loved it because I would always just like absorb anything anybody had to even say, you know, in a rehearsal. Like, tell me, tell me, don't. So Of
0: course. I mean, he is a powerful person and presence to be around. I mean, you mentioned about, he has been really the driving force that you can, especially running bring life feedback, getting it back, you know, being sort of the pioneer of, we have to bring it back and safely. And yeah, he's done all the videos and has released an album. So he has um, done beautiful things for this uh, uh, theater world. And I got to, I didn't get, never got the chance to meet him, but I got to be in the same room with him a few years ago. Speaking of the book, uh, he had come to the town hall here in New York city, which is mm -hmm. for those who don't know, it's a theater um, that hosts a lot of special events and, he was in performance with or not in performance, it was moderated by Glenn Close. And just to be like a hundred feet from him and just hear him talk, I'll never forget that moment. And uh he's a special person. And he's for me the reason I have to thank why I think I love theater and this industry, because my very first show that I ever got introduced to when I was younger was Joseph and the Amazing Technical. Oh. Show. First show I ever saw in kindergarten and or first grade and it. Maybe fall in love with theater and music, and sort of all was downhill from there.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. But well, no. look at look at what it's you know the platform that you have right now too, I and mean, you know so much about it. It's so yeah. wonderful and ah
0: uh, beautiful,
1: so good. It's amazing the the, the first things we remember, right? Mm-hmm. That first switch that made us say, "I love that. I want to do that," or "I want to." just talking about it you know it, it's with you i'm i'm yes. feeling those feelings like gosh yes 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 and we, we yeah. have to i think that's one of the with phantom one of the biggest challenges has always been for everybody to keep that excitement
0: mm-hmm. going
1: because it's a long running show right right i know i'm segueing into another thing no, here no. but that just really made me to think think about how a lot of shows you know they kind of have a bit of a shelf life you know the long running show is is over over you know the past decade or so has been a newer concept right. um, phantom chicago all the disney's you know disney mm-hmm. shows but um that's the biggest challenge has been how to keep that fresh mm-hmm. and new and exciting i think for me that's why being being a swing and dance has always been a really productive thing for me Although you know, every swing will tell you. I wish I just had my own track. You know, I just wish oh, it. Yeah. But um, but but there's there's beauty in both. There really right. is. Um, and uh, and I and I do feel like that. It just keeps the mind working. But um, for anybody in a show like that, I just you know, if anyone's listening, just it's really about keeping it fresh for you, so that it doesn't get t- t- on automatic. You know, when we start going on automatic, it's almost like when you mess up. Or you forget something like, whoa, what just happened to me? So it's always staying present in the moment um, and trying to find ways to make it fresh and new. Sometimes I would sit, I mean, this is maybe extreme, I don't know, but sometimes I would sit and write little stories about my character, you know, so I had something, you know, and then try to forget about it, but then just had something new for the month or week to play with, you know.
0: No, Um, I I love that. I, I know that's a lot of performers, you know, will do that with their characters or a lot of directors tell, you know, performers to do that with their characters. So I think that that is, that's special. I also, I, we were talking about this, our memories with Andrew, this also made me, I forgot to mention this. Uh, when I was younger, I used to send away for autographs. You know, I used to write to uh celebrity people. and uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber was one of them. And when I was uh, much younger and, you know, I wrote off as I asked for a signed photo and he, I and I explained my love for theater and, you know, instead of just sending back, like, unfortunately, like he doesn't, uh, he, it was a beautiful letter that unfortunately, you know, we'll, he only signs for charities, but we wish you the best. Right. Actually they sent me a, for a Joseph with the amazing technology dream coach shirt. That was like, uh, and it was from the UK version. And they was like, you know, Mr. Lloyd Webber wants you to have this in compliments of him. Like, we're so mm. sorry. And I was like, and yeah. <laughs> I, I actually had emailed back and they were nice. Cause I was like, any chance I could, I'm happy to pay posted, but Any chance I could get a larger size? You sent me a small one, <laughs> and they sent me a, a better size. But I was just, I was blown away at the yeah um, the kindness and the you know. Yeah. I, I, I you know they could have just replied with a letter, and I got this beautiful package from really useful group, and it was something that I always will hold so dear to my heart. Um,
1: well, you know, it. that's smart. I mean, it's only going to benefit, we want to get more theater goers and introduce younger people to theater, right? So Great. when these gestures that might seem not so big to someone else, but are huge, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's bringing in another performer or another, uh, another me- audience member, you know, whether they're a performer or a or someone who's just going to view it but still benefit because you need both really to have the experience, right? That mm-hmm. there's a back and forth that happens in live theater that's just so juicy and good. You know, you're feel, yes. you, your audience is really letting you know where you're at, you know, it's that call and response kind of right. thing. So um, you can feel it whether there's no response, you can feel it when there is a response and it positive or negative, whatever it is, so. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so something like that is just beautiful because you know to to really touch someone, it means a lot. You know, it means a lot. We just to even just giving backstage tours. I remember feeling like I love doing that. I love showing people just the backstage and and what that experience is, and they would always feel so like it looks so different from out front, you know, and then be but, on stage and be like, what? This is what? This is how it happens? And,
0: yeah, so. yeah, always so so, so special.
1: What yeah.
0: what what had it been like to work with Hal Prince? I mean, and since being there in 2005, I'm sure you had an opportunity to um, work with him or see him or talk with him in some sort. Did he give you um, advice that you've sort of taken with you as a performer? What what is what was that like to work and be a part of the show with him?
1: So, right, I never, you know, he really came in and would work with the company as a whole and then would work with the principals. Um, and... We were always around to listen to those company notes, and then, if I was in as a dance captain, I would be in the rehearsal and kind of just you know in the in the back, letting him run the show, you know with whoever was there with him um and just absorbing like a sponge. I was so obsessed when how would come and run a rehearsal because he did it with so much respect and um. I would listen like, like a little kid, wanting to know, every, you know, hanging on every word because he was so. Uh, he knew the psychology of a character, and I, what I observed. Look, everyone could have their own experience, but for me, the experience was, um, I, I loved how he knew the psychology of a character, what they would do without showing the actor what to do. So he never did a line reading. He never said, do it like this. And then, in general, to the to the actor or to the company in general, he would say, look, this is the story. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on. This is what this means. This is what it needs to be. I trust you, do it. You know? <laughs> I right. trust you, do <laughs> um, And so he didn't really do it like that, but that's the way I wanted it. <laughs> but it. But it was. It was like, this is it. I know you know how to get there. And that's what needs to be done. Do it. He wasn't demeaning about it. He was just very matter of fact. And I felt like you'd always leave feeling like he trusts me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to do what needs to be done because that's what he asked for. And he was so clear and concise about it. Um. Yeah. And every, everything was always swell. You know, <laughs> he's like, that's swell. Yeah. Um, I, I so read. There... Go ahead. Yeah. No, there, there is a, I don't remember if it's Ovation, it might be Ovation or Encores. Mm-hmm. You might be able to see on one of those channels or look up. Um, he does. Uh, I have it somewhere too. Um, him giving notes to the company. Um, wow. And so we're, I, I'm sitting there like, you know, <laughs> big wide <laughs> eyes. like Oh my God. Oh my God. But uh, we're, I, we're, I think we're downstairs at the Majestic. So you see him, you know, sitting in a chair and we're all sitting around and talking. he's talking to us about it and taking it in. And you know, there's like it, little things that were just so exciting. Like if you just did one thing that made him laugh and he just said that person who did that, I think there was one time, there's one of the dancers that does something was like, that was good, they liked it. You know, you always got that little, oh, that made my tummy warm. Right, <laughs> so it's, uh, so yeah. it was just, it's always a, that pleasing thing that performers have, you know, you love, oh. but sorry, go ahead. Go, no, go, go, no, what were you gonna no. say?
0: I was just going to say, I, I mean, I, I read his book this summer, sense of mm-hmm. and just to read it and learn obviously more about him, but just to, to read about his career. And I just, he, obviously he was taken from us way too soon. And I, mm-hmm. I just wish that I, so many people who I know who have worked with him or who knew him or were friends with him, just what a incredible character he was and what yeah. and he left on this um on this industry, you know? Yeah.
1: Full- I'm, I agree. I mean, I would have loved to have done much more with him. You know, um, I'm just happy to have been in the room. You know, sometimes you're just like, I'm just so glad I was invited. <laughs> you know? exactly. I just really am.
0: Exactly. So. Happy to be in the room where it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so true. What's What are some fun backstage memories that you have um, in your time with Phantom? Uh, mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, you know, everyone always loves a, a blooper, or whether it's a fun little story that maybe happens. Maybe there's like a fun little a pack that you guys have. Uh, you have any a specific?
1: Oh, um, I mean, I there there are so I've been there for so long. There's I'm sure there's like a million. Um, you know, different for different places on the road. You know, you have a whole different type of a backstage. There's so many beautiful relationships you make with not just your fellow performers, but the different departments, hair and makeup and crew. So, you know, so on the road, we had that whole thing. Um, And on Broadway, you know, I can't think of anything that was like really specifically, oh my God, remember when that happened Mm -hmm. for me, but I did love this, uh, something that the girls started doing more recently was, uh, (laughs) so this sounds so silly, because you kind of really just had to be there, but uh, the way we, you, when it's someone's birthday and how we celebrate birthdays, uh, really just not even just in, in each dressing room, but in general, um, one of my favorite things is at the end of the show when everybody hums uh, mm-hmm. during our bows. If it's someone's birthday, we hum happy birthday on stage. So I don't know if you've ever been in the audience when that's happened. I don't even know how much the audience can really hear because they're all applauding, but. Uh, the first time that happened, I was I felt like there was a wave of just I was like, what's happening right now? And they're just all humming. <laughs> so they do that uh, for every for everybody's birthday. Wow. Um, and and the girls uh, in our dressing room now currently have this new thing that they do with their costumes and we wear them on the head and we look like little 20s performers and we make up songs for everyone's birthday. So, um I have to look up what our little Instagram handle is for that they 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 made up. But um what? we'll we'll make up a song for each person's birthday and if they're away at the time, we'll text and send it to them or uh mm-hmm. you know, it's just an it's just a lovely little, you know, way to feel like you're doing something with people you enjoy being with and you're celebrated as well as uh, celebrating. Um, so yeah. that's a really lovely backstage thing. And then I think everybody backstage has their little rituals, you know, too. So the places where they'll go hang out with uh, during a specific time of the show when they're not on stage, the group that they'll be sitting with, um, right. their little things that they create together. I just kind of was always, just love, you know, being there listening to everybody. Sometimes I would sit in the groom room with them and we'd laugh and joke around. Sometimes I'd go backstage and watch the show. Sometimes I would meditate. Everybody kind of has their own little ritual, you know, during the show. Of course. But I I can't, I'm so sorry. I can't think of like a major oh, screen. Like, I wish I had something like really juicy that I can think of. You know, really? we always had like some kind of electronic thing that might happen where something went out uh like the the, the uh, gate wouldn't go up, and the portcullis wouldn't go up, and the uh Raul had to pretend that he was like his feet were elect- you know stuck to the floor, you know, and so there would everyone ha- would have these little backup things that they would have to do right um if this went wrong, do this you know things <laughs> like that, but yeah well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the-
0: what the- I got. No, that's very exciting. Those are are really (laughs) cool to know and um, really special, especially the stuff with the birthdays and the little things backstage. I mean, how how cool. What have you learned about yourself as a performer um, while in Phantom? What have you learned um, in this time as a performer?
1: Flexibility. Um, I learned a lot about being flexible Mm -hmm. Um, and then both being in management and a performer, kind of, kind of to balance those two sides, and knowing sometimes we just it, it's really just uh, it's never. I gotta think of how to say this right way. I think it's just finding that middle balance. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, management really has their final say on how things are, but it's 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 knowing that just go in, teach, dance, work, you know, and then trying to just keep uh, the morale and integrity up. So that was something, but as a performer myself, I think I just, it's mostly flexibility, longevity, and um, always trying to figure out how to keep growing, doing the same thing, you know, always trying to keep that growth happening. and I feel like there's something else I want to say too, and I'm just not finding the words. So as we go, I'll, I'll, I'll see if they kind of fall in. What As we
0: finish here, what advice would you give to aspiring performers, aspiring dancers who want to do this professionally and um, hope to one day end up on Broadway?
1: Um, I would say keep practicing everything. Every type of dance, your voice, Uh, your acting just keep fine-tuning everything Um, this is something that I'm always working on it's constantly is really just staying with your heart not your head Uh, that's uh, uh, that's probably one of the main things I'm learning about performing in general try to just always stick with your heart and get out of the head we want to use obviously your head to be smart and know where you are and in space and and um, and and learn, but we love being performers because of how it feels mm-hmm. and because of what we uniquely bring to the table. And it's never, it's not personal. So if you're doing auditions, it's not personal. It's just what's needed at the time. So yay, you auditioned. It was great. Maybe you get it. Maybe you won't, but you showed up. And I'm like talking to myself while I'm saying this right now, but you showed up, <laughs> you showed up, you were there and you're on to the next and you're onto the next and you're onto the next. And maybe you made a relationship in that room. Maybe you showed a casting director what you are right for. Um, so it's keeping on going and keeping on growing. Keep on going, keep on growing.
0: I love that. So. <laughs> keep on growing, that is that is great. So where can we keep up with you and follow along with you? Um, in the meanwhile, on social media, websites, where can we keep up with you?
1: Yeah, sure, so just uh, on Facebook, it's Dara Adler. You can find me there. Mm-hmm. And um, on Instagram, it's at Dara Adler. I, I also um, have a page, Move With Dara Adler on Facebook, which I might be switching around, so just go to Dara Adler first, and then we can go over. Mm-hmm. Um, and Twitter, same thing. I think it's it's either at Dara Adler at at Ad, Adler Dara. Yes, I think
0: it's Adler Dara.
1: <laughs> Adler Dara on that one. I just was different. No. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm pretty much on everything except for TikTok. I haven't gone in there yet. <laughs> so, right. but. Um, yeah, find me, talk to me, whatever you want. DaraAdler.com exactly is, is my, um, my website. And for dance as well as DaraMoves.com. So any of those, you'll find me, you can reach me. And I'm so grateful to be here with you.
0: Amazing. Well, before we go, as a reminder, everyone, for those watching, if you love what you see here, would love again, if you'd consider supporting the show and donating, you can go to ridethenewsguy.com slash donate. If you're watching on a computer screen, you can click the QR code and help support the show. And my platform would mean so much to me. Um, Even just your kind words mean more than you know. So thank you for your love and support. Uh, Dara, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today for sharing your stories, um, you know, your career, everything. I cannot wait to see the show again. And I hope I get the chance to see it with you in it. Uh, specifically, I, I look forward to that. That's so sweet. Thank you, Rye. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Hi, friend, it's Rye Myers, your Broadway and Entertainment BFF. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Live with Rye, the podcast. I hope you got value out of it. Hey, do me a big favor. Download this episode and make sure you subscribe to this podcast and also leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The more five-star ratings and review that I have, the better this podcast does. So I need your help and support. So make sure you leave that five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you want to watch this episode or all my other podcast episodes in video form, you can click the link in the show notes to go to my YouTube channel where you can see all of these episodes in video form. It's really, really cool. So make sure you head over there to watch this in full video form as well. Well, thank you so much for watching. And I will see you next Thursday for another episode of Live with Rye the podcast. Make sure you keep it locked here for all episodes of Live with Rye the podcast. Thanks so much and have a great
1: night.